This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition with Omnia Al Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Ramadan Kareem, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that is happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. Today, the energy levels are high because there are so many stories that we are super excited to discuss with you all. Yes, Omnia, you are correct because we're going to be talking about the power of AI, the power of artificial intelligence, and the the fight against COVID-19 and it has limited the expert caution. We're also going to be talking about how Tesla stocks have tanked after Elon Musk, the CEO and the founder of Tesla, tweets prices are too high. Elon Musk definitely has been making headlines all over social media and Hani actually uh, did give me a complete discussion of what was happening since I had no clue. But in our Tech This Out segment, we're going to be talking about how people in Hong Kong are having to wear tracking bracelets for up to two weeks. Why and does it have to do with COVID-19? You're going to be getting the latest in just a few moments. Yes, indeed. And for our gadget of the day, we're going to be talking about how a hospital in Boston is using Boston Dynamics' famous four-legged robot, which uh, for a while they named it a dog, to screen patients for the coronavirus. And we're going to be telling you how it works. Yes, indeed. Spot the robot dog is making an appearance once again to fight COVID-19. But in our apps all around segment, Hani is going to be telling you about an application that will change your remote working game. Because if you've ever had to do, you know, a conference regarding work from home, you might just want to tune in and see how you can make your webcam stand out. 100% on that, Omnia. And we're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back... We are going to be talking about the power of AI and what Elon Musk is doing to ruin his company. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, while artificial intelligence has led forecasts have been useful for the allocation of healthcare resources amid the coronavirus crisis, recent attempts to use the technology to pinpoint the end of the pandemic are less so. Now, nearly two months into the global pandemic, people around the world are united by one question. When will it end? And recently, a team at the Singapore University of Technology and Design have been working to come up with an answer. I'm pretty sure many of you have seen this research all over Twitter. Um, of The research is actually predicting when will be the end of COVID-19 in the different countries. And people have been very excited, very hopeful. Um, some of them are, you know, La- holding on to these research uh, results as as if they're a lifeline, as if they're completely 100% accurate. And these algorithms are definitely predicting how the pandemic is developing in different countries, as well as for the world as a whole. But experts are warning that this type of, cent- of certainty is certainly too good to be true. Now, there are many examples of good algorithms, especially when it comes to how they've been deployed in the fight against COVID-19. 
We've seen an AI company in Toronto, for example, that have been uh, putting out an early warning of the virus in January. We've seen the supercomputers that are being used to help find a vaccine and different treatment options for COVID-19. And right here in the UAE, we've seen AI being deployed in the short term data forecasting so that they can allocate uh, adequate healthcare resources for their citizens. So such uses of AI are definitely very helpful and they are very accountable, but there is no precise line between what's useful and what is not, which is making it tough to tell when a certain solution is going to be the answer for the end of COVID-19. Now, according to the World Economic Forum that has been monitoring how AI has been working in the pandemic response, they have been alerting all of us against trusting AI a little too much. Um, There are no set standards for how trustworthy artificial intelligence can be, and AI practitioners are still trying to figure out what these standards should be. So this lack of, you know, trustworthiness standards is a reminder of just how young AI is. Even as the technology is being called against the fight of COVID-19, we need to make sure that we don't take it for granted. So these, and even if we look at the research itself, Hani, uh, that the what's it called, the University of Singapore of Singapore has launched. If we look at the disclaimer, it's saying it all. So the disclaimer actually says that it is strictly only for educational and research purposes and that it may contain errors. So in other words, even though algorithms can be trained with small amounts of data, the more data, the more accurate the predictions are. And that's why predicting the end of COVID-19 with a small amount of data that is available will contain a lot of errors. Yes, indeed, Onya. Speaking about errors, uh, Elon Musk may have made a couple of errors on Twitter. Now, Elon Musk is is one of those uh, businessmen, those billionaires who are in in contact too much with Twitter, just like uh, the U.S. President Donald Trump. But Elon Musk over the past couple of days has been tweeting a little bit too much and so much that Tesla stock has actually tanked after Elon Musk has tweeted prices of stock is too high. Now, Tesla stock price has dropped so hard uh, on Friday, minutes after the CEO of the company, Elon Musk, tweeted Tesla stock price is too high IMO, which IMO does mean in my opinion. Now, Tesla stocks have been trading about $760 a share then. And right after Musk's uh, tweeted at 11, 11 a.m. Exactly. Make a wish. (laughs) How ironic is that? It did plummet to below $700 a share within minutes before rebounding slightly by midday. The stock was down by 8%. Now, this tweet did come among a string of tweets, starting with an announcement that he was selling almost all his physical possessions and will own no house followed by the lyrics from the U.S. National Anthem and another tweet indicating that his girlfriend, who is the pop singer Grimes, I believe, is mad at me. Now, he was obviously trolling on Twitter. He was having a fun. And, uh, I mean, after the stock price tweet, he then tweeted, now give people back their freedom, an apparent reference to the coronavirus lockdown that Musk has long protested. Now, uh, there's a lot of speculation about Elon Musk and what he's doing now. Elon Musk, I personally do like him. And I've 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 always uh, uh, kind of uh, supported respected his, his uh, respected and res- supported his uh, his moves in the technological world. But right now, it does seem that all billionaires uh, are the same. They all kind of uh, 
they, they, they root for their own company and if their company is going downhill they will yeah. uh, kind of jump on the boat like all other billionaires who wanted uh, the like opening someone... of, of the economy just like what happened in America now in America True. a lot of uh, a, a lot of billionaires are saying it's okay we don't need the lockdown keep going Elon Musk for a while did stay safe he did stay say stay safe and stay home but ever since he did see his company did taking a little bit of a toll on the stock price and the stock market, he did uh, start uh, saying that they should reopen America. I and feel he like did, he, uh, he's been very talkative on Twitter. Someone needs he, to get him off of Twitter before he loses his company. Yeah, and he did. I mean, he did stay he tweeted to 33.4 million followers some strong criticism of the U.S. stay-at-home restrictions because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. And uh, I mean, he he's been kind of con- controversial lately uh, he had a he had a uh, court uh, fight with a british diver who he did name uh, some un, un nice nice words he did call them some uh, bad words kind of in a way and he did promise to sell his possessions include his house and uh, i mean he was just going crazy and uh, he he's did lo- say the on one is making him lose it honey let's yeah, just give I mean, him that excuse he's going he's going a little bit crazy some people are speculating saying that elon musk did this because he wants to take his cr- company back private because mm. he did public it's a lot it's a lot of he said this she said this he did this she did this but do tell us what you think about the elon musk and how uh, he is kind of uh, destroying his stock uh do uh, messages at pulse 95 radio on instagram but speaking about instagram we do have a competition going on isn't that right omia yes indeed a competition that has to do with baking and cooking my favorite activity during this quarantine period so if you've been in the kitchen for way too long you might just have a chance to win a 1,500 dirham prize. Yes, you heard it right. Not only will you get to eat your favorite meal after you cook it, but you also have a chance to win our challenge because Pulse95 is carrying out the 1,500 challenge. And all you need to do is take a video of yourself baking or cooking your favorite recipe. Yes, indeed. And you can win 1,500 dirhams and that will be the hashtag 1,500 challenge. Do uh, post that video of you or baking on Instagram. Make sure your account is public. Do a message at Pulse95 Radio and have that hashtag in the description at uh, hashtag 1500challenge. But we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about our Tech This Out segment where we bring you the craziest and wildest things that are happening in the tech world. You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. China, oh China. We all know how much China loves their tech and artificial intelligence. And while we're talking about China, it's not the only one who's doing that because Hong Kong has been trying to involve technology more when it comes to fighting off COVID-19. But now they're doing it through wearing wristbands because anyone arriving from a foreign country to Hong Kong, they are being asked to wear a wristband and follow a 14-day Quarantine. Now, wearing this wristband is a very strict approach to uh, coronavirus quarantines. And that's because all these wristbands come with a QR code that are used to check in with an applications on uh, the phone of the pair of the person wearing it. Hong Kong is not the only one that is creating this mandatory 14-day quarantine using wristbands. Singapore and Taiwan are joining the race um, because they have been trying to get ahead of COVID-19 by creating less infections 
through enforcing a, a lot more strict quarantines. Yes, Omnia, and a new wave of cor- coronavirus cases have spiked recently, largely from travelers from abroad. And response arrivals have been given wearable technology to ensure they do follow the 14-day quarantine orders or risk a six-month in jail and a $645 fine plus possible social media backlash and here are what the braces are like and how they work now bracelets did become mandatory for arrivals in hong kong since the since march 18th and authorities give out wristbands with a qr code and then instruct the wearers of the bracelet to download a corresponding app and they also receive handouts detailing consequences for breaking the quarantine orders. Then the arrivals do then receive a pin on their phones, which allowed them to connect the app to the wristband. And the, and the app that they are using is called the Stay Home Safe app, is used to connect to the wristband and periodically rescan. If someone tries to break quarantine, it does issue a warning. Wearers are then prompted to walk around the perimeter of their apartment or wherever they would be spending the quarantine period to map it out for the app. And one person did say that after mapping her apartment, her phone was in in an unregistered space. It would start beeping and could only be stopped by scanning each member of the family's wristband QR code. But after those two weeks, a text does inform the wearers of the wristband that their quarantine period is over and they can cut off the wristband. But some of the 60,000 braces issued by the Department of Health and, the, and Innovation and Technology Bureau are larger than the wristbands and capable of tracking wearers independently just off their phones are large and more intrusive, bigger than a typical watch. So it is kind of heavy on yeah. the hands. And uh, they did kind of did it. A comparison between an Apple Watch and uh, those QR codes, those are pretty big. It's like having a box, mm-hmm. a rectangular, and it's on your 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 uh, your your wrist. And um, I mean, uh, I, I like the initiative. Yeah. It, it's it's very important because Omnia. I mean, a lot of I mean, these governments in China and Hong Kong, they're not doing it for no reason because yeah. uh, I believe there was a patient called Patient Zero or mm-hmm. Patient. Every, in every country, there is a Patient Zero where like they're the first yeah. case. Uh, that had coronavirus and when we look uh, at the spread of it one person can literally infect i think it used to be up five. to two people i think now it's it five yeah five the, the, it, 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 uh, it mutated and it, said mm. it started doing five and because omnium i believe uh, it was in japan i believe it was in japan i'm not 100 percent sure uh, patient zero she was a, it was a woman she had covid-19 and they told her to quarantine she didn't quarantine yeah. she went out had fun did her whatever she wants to do and infected around 5000 to 6000 people mm-hmm. And just that's for a, alone. True. And that's a thing. And um, what the Hong Kong Health Secretary has said that all mandatory quarantines for people visiting Hong Kong are going to be extended up, up to at least June 7th. So anyone arriving to Hong Kong will have to wear this quarantine wristband so that they can ensure that every person is quarantining for up to two weeks. And many people are wondering how come it's two weeks? Well, the reason is because COVID-19 can sometimes you know, be dormant in the body. So you're not going to feel any symptoms for up to, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 12 and a half days. So it's honestly not a long period because you're only keeping one and a half days extra just in case, you know, we counted wrong or the quarantine period, it was not enough for the virus to resurface. So it's definitely a great initiative. And while some people might think that it's a little bit intrusive, it's definitely become very necessary in the day and age that we live in.
that we are living in. Coming up, we're going to be talking all about a four-legged robot, a robot dog that is also helping in the fight against COVID-19. It is one of my favorite stories, so make sure you stay tuned to find out all about it. Only right here on Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. New tech you might want to play with. Woof, 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 woof. (laughs) Yes, that's right. I just made a dog sound because a hospital in Boston is using the Boston Dynamics famous four-legged robot, which people did call it Spot the Dog, and it is to screen patients for the coronavirus, and we're going to be telling you how it works. Now, the latest robot to join the fight against the coronavirus COVID-19 outbreak is Spot, Boston's dynamic four-legged dog-like robot. I can't believe you made the dog noise, honey. Well, this robot if, if, is. If this was a nice dog. I can make. I can make a mean one. <laughs> this. Ro- oh God. Oh my God. No, no. I think he's one of the. Oh God. <laughs> okay. I think he's one of the nicer robots or the nicer dog yes. robots. Um, he, this robot is very small. It's about one foot wide and two foot long, and it can move very quickly. His walking speed, I think, is about seven miles per hour. But let me tell you, walking is not the only thing that Spot the Robot can do. Um, Videos of him were showing him, you know, performing all kinds of jumps and flips. And he can even be used to carry items because he can carry up to 11 pounds. He weighs about 26 pounds and has a battery life of up to two hours. A lot of people have been wondering, why would we need a robot dog? A part of, you know, keeping people company, not having to be very high maintenance. This robot has been deployed in the fight against COVID-19. This robot has been used in Boston where he's been screening patients for coronavirus. Now, we all know that health practitioners uh, have been under a huge risk during this pandemic. They've been risking their lives when they come into contact with potential patients and even real patients of coronavirus. So for the past few months, uh, this robot has been protecting healthcare workers because uh, he's been helping in what we call telemedicine. So he has been equipped with an iPad and two-way radio. I don't even have an iPad. (laughs) He has an iPad and a two-way radio. So doctors can actually talk to patients and evaluate their symptoms from a far distance without having to put themselves at a risk of exposure. Before using the robots, any patient with COVID-19 symptom would have to line up to get assessment from healthcare providers in tents, which would then require up to five members of medical staff to potentially be exposed to every single patient. But with this robot, this is completely changed because only one healthcare worker uh, can actually have to be exposed to the coronavirus instead of five. And this limited exposure also means uh, that these staff can make use out of artificial intelligence to protect themselves. Yes, I'm near 100% correct. Now, I mean, this is great initiative by a, by a hospital in Boston because 
again, we do, we need to kind of uh, reduce the spread of the virus. Mm. Now, the most important thing as we don't have a vaccine for COVID-19 is to reduce the spread of the virus. And reducing the spread of the virus is reducing human to human contact. True. And again, this is where the robots come in. Now, what we've been seeing robots um, being used all over the world, whether it's in UAE, Spain, mm -hmm. the United States. Uh, we've, we've seen all sorts and all sizes and all legs right. of these robots being used. But what's very important, again, is that not only do we need to keep us humans safe, now doctors are humans, but doctors are on the front line against COVID-19. And unfortunately, a lot of doctors have been exposed to the deadly virus COVID-19. And to stop, uh, to stop this, to stop these uh, these doctors being yeah. exposed to COVID-19 every day, because every day you're going, they're face-to-face -face with, the, with the people who have, who have contracted COVID-19. And it's just raising the risk. So this is where Spot and many other uh, robots come in to reduce the 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 the, the face to face, You're and right. not only not only doctors who are 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 physically at the hospital, but a doctor can work from home now mm -hmm. and save themselves and and save the the spread because again, Omnia just said these doctor these uh, the robot is actually equipped with an iPad and a radio, so and just they can how actually Omnia and I measure all their vitals, so exactly. their body temperature, their respiratory rate, their pulse rate, the patient's oxygen saturation, so they can take the patient's temperature and all of their necessary vitals, so that then the doctor can actually uh, go ahead and diagnose them. Exactly. All the doctor has to do is stay home, have a good internet connection, and he can can do his his or her job from the safety and comfort of our of their own home, just like Omni and I are doing the show from the safety and comfort of our own homes. And it's always better. And also, this this also comes in as how sometimes hospitals are understaffed. So maybe a hospital can mm -hmm. get now Boston is in Massachusetts, so uh, they can go to a different state. For example, let's say in, in um, Flor Miami, Florida. A doctor who is in Miami, Florida can then help fight uh, if, if the Boston uh, hospital and, is understaffed. Yeah, they can have that connection. The robots themselves are like a hospital on wheels, you know? Not only do they help diagnose the patients, but they're also disinfecting. So uh, researchers are working on spot to give him uh, some disinfection uh, superpowers basically they're going to be equipping him with the uvc light so that as they treat patients they're also disinfecting the environment whether it was a hospital that they're in or even if they're in a subway station um, these robots can do two jobs at once yes omnia that's 100 percent correct and um, i mean uh, hats off to uh, boston dynamics and again big 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 appreciation to these doctors who are fighting COVID-19 and keeping us safe and doing jobs uh, that we aren't qualified to do. But we're going to be taking a short break. But speaking about webcam and FaceTime and uh, whatever these uh, remote access uh, uh, video calls, we do have a way for you to talk to people using a webcam by using your phone. If you don't have a webcam, if you have a PC, or if your laptop webcam is, is bad, you we can now, <laughs> we're going to be telling you how you can use your phone as a webcam. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. All around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. 
Turning on your webcam for a remote meeting. This has definitely been the new reality that we are all surviving through with the COVID-19 pandemic. But let me tell you, when Hanya showed me this application, I was pretty astonished because not only is the quality of your webcam going to raise a thousand percent, it is definitely very versatile and you don't need to be, you know, stuck to your computer for this to work. Yes, indeed, Omnia. Now, we'll, let's do a little bit story time with Hani. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, the app is called Epoch Cam and it is a webcam for Mac and PC for iPhone users. I don't know. I believe it's only for iPhone. But so what happened was yesterday, last night, I wanted to... Uh, stream me playing a game and I wanted to have my webcam there so but I don't have a webcam unfortunately and I was looking on Amazon I was seeing webcams for 300 600 drums these are good 720 1080p webcams and I wasn't gonna throw 300 600 drums on a on a on a webcam that I mm -hmm. might not use all the time <laughs> so as a future talk host and as a as someone who is heavily into tech uh, before I did this, I did some research looking for the uh, an app. I went to my dad and I asked my dad. I said, "Dad, do you have any webcam lying around that I could try?" Mm -hmm. He's like, "Why don't you just use your phone?" Remember you guys talked about it? I was like, oh, yeah, you're 100% <laughs> correct. So we'd like to thank um, Baba oh, Hani. Baba tunes uh, Baba into Hani. Future Talk. Uh, Abu Hani. Abu Hani. He's, a, he's, a very, he's an avid listener of Future Talk. He listens to it every day. <laughs> and he did tell me to go look for, for, for an iPhone webcam. And I did. And I found one. And it's called Epoch Webcam. It's actually not just for the iPhone. I discovered it's also for PC. So anyone could literally download yeah, for, it. For Mac and PC. But it's only for iPhone. Not mm -hmm. for uh, Samsung yeah. or for Android, sorry. Yeah. So, so I, so I, uh, I downloaded. Sorry, Android I users. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I downloaded it, and it's free, ladies and gentlemen. I downloaded it. I plugged it in to my my uh, my computer. I had a little tripod. I set it up, and I didn't use my iPhone 11. I used my iPhone 6, and surprisingly, the quality was perfect. It was my friends, so good. Uh, my friends saw the, the 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 stream. It was amazing. No lag, but the thing is, you have to be connected to your Wi-Fi on both computers, mm -hmm. on both devices. Your computer needs to connect to the same Wi-Fi, and your iPhone needs to be connected to the same Wi-Fi. So, there's called Epoch Cam. It is an iOS app for converting your device's camera into a high-definition PC webcam. Now, I've used the free version, but you can upgrade to the HD version for only $5, which uh, I don't know why $5 for the U.S. Uh, US stores over here is like $30. Mm -hmm. But to use Epoch Cam, you just need to download an app on your device as well as a driver for Windows or Mac OS X on your computer, laptop, or desktop. And after you install the Windows drivers from the publisher's website, you then download the iOS app on your iPhone and both installations are very quick and easy. Literally a monkey can do it. I mean, if you're not very tech savvy, all you have to do is download download this, download that, open the, uh, the program on your computer, open the app and connect uh, you via know, USB. You know what's the favorite? And you're good to go. My favorite feature about it is the fact that you, yeah, I mean, I saw you trying it out yesterday and you can easily switch between the front and the back camera. So if like, let's say you want to show a certain item or you want to yes. show something to your coworkers, you can just with a double tap, switch the camera and there you go. With a webcam, it would be a lot harder. Yeah, and, and Omnia, the, uh, the the quality is amazing. Now, I've been using an iPhone 6 now. Imagine if you use an iPhone 11 Pro mm -hmm. or you use something top of the line right now, iPhone 6. I don't know how, it's like five years now since the iPhone 6 was released. I've used it. It was perfect. But the beauty of it is that it's a free trial. It's not a free trial, sorry. It's a free version. 
and it works perfectly. There is no no lag, no delay. It's 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 simple installation. I loved it, and also. What I like the most about it is that now Omnia and everyone, I bet they, they, they do have this dilemma. If you take a picture uh, on your phone or a selfie, your, your face will kind of look weird, right? Yeah. It'll look flipped, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what, what you can do here is flip it and mirror it so it can look like you're looking at yourself. Oh, okay. You know what so I'm saying? It's not, gonna, it's not gonna look weird to you anymore. Now, a lot, obviously the way you see a selfie on Snapchat is different when you, see a, when you take a picture on mm -hmm. uh, on your on your actual uh, camera because if you try it out now guys you take a picture on your phone when you look back on the photo it's gonna look flipped mm -hmm. but this one but can actually can, mirror it for you it can mirror it so it's gonna look fine and you're gonna like the way you look and i like the way i look to be honest <laughs> and i was kind of like oh that's actually really nice so it's called epoch cam and uh it's amazing i do rate it 10 out of 10. and it's just no... as, yeah it's just as good as you know a usb plug-in webcam that you would as you mentioned buy on amazon but instead of spending 300 to 600 dirhams on it you have it for free exactly and it supports all programs i've tried it i've used it 100 uh perfecto so <laughs> epoch cam want to give a big thanks to abu hani for reminding me that uh i don't have to pay 600 dirhams Shout i can go and look up I can go look online and, and find something and then give it to you guys. So do tell me if you do uh, use the Epoch webcam, but it's our time for today. And we're going to be opening the windows or opening the, the airwaves for who, Omnia? The dream team, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be joining you in just a few moments to give you the latest on what is happening in the entertainment industry. Hani and I want to wish you a wonderful iftar, whether you're spending it physically with your family and loved ones or even virtually through any of the video chat platforms. But speaking, well, of, speaking iftar for, of iftar yes. and food, we need to tell them about the hashtag 1500 challenge that Pulse95 is doing. Yes, indeed. The 1500 challenge. Well, all you have to do to win 1500 dirhams is when you're making a fad or making sweets or whatever, <laughs> videotape yourself doing it. Give us kind of tutorial. Have fun with it. Play with it. And then post that video on Instagram. And do mention at Pulse95 Radio and do a hashtag 1500 challenge. And by Thursday, we will announce the winners of those lucky winners. Not winners. Lucky, lucky winner. Yeah, and the lucky winner. Last week's lucky winner was actually just announced yesterday, and it was of yeah. this cute girl. I think, she, yeah, her parents were singing, uh, If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. So you might just be that lucky winner this You might be Thursday. happy and you know what, clap your hands. You just <laughs> won 1500 drums. Why? I mean, yes, indeed. Um, so put your aprons on and get cooking, and make sure that your Instagram account is public so that we can go ahead and reach out to you if you are uh, yes. the lucky winner. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't allowed to uh, participate in this <laughs> competition because I, I, I mean, if I participated, I would blow the competition away because we all know Chef Hani <laughs> is untouchable. Well, I mean, uh, we do miss your meals. You need to get cooking a bit more. Um, but as you all mentioned, you as he as Hani mentioned, you might just want to be the next Chef Hani with Pulsani Five. So participate in the competition. You can create more than one video to make your chances of winning a lot higher pulse95 will still be uh, going with its with the rest of its shows even though future talk is coming to an end so keep it locked and we'll see you next time this is pulse95 tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m